he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> Unhinged. Hello, I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And it is Wednesday, and just a reminder, our Patreon subscribers got this episode on Tuesday ad-free, just letting you guys know. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons, we're just happy you're here. No, that's my line. I know, but you didn't say it, so oh. I'll say it, and then you say <laughs> the next oh one. Oh my god. So come join us as we talk shit about our favorite show. All right, guys, let's creep. Oh my God. Okay, so <laughs> we we originally unpacked the Clayton pregnancy scandal actually on our Patreon channel. So if you want mm -hmm. the original Clayton talk, that is on our Patreon channel. But now we have two updates about what happened with this scandal. So I'm still low-key incredibly confused on like what Clayton's formal stance is on his relationship to this woman. Let's get into what he actually yeah. said. Hold on. Because I think that will shine some light on that. Okay, so last week, Clayton took to his Instagram stories to give an update about the paternity test. Yeah, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we did a whole deep dive about this on our Patreon, but um, long story short, some woman came <laughs> up to Clayton and was like, I'm pregnant and you're the father. And he was like, and his position initially was, I can't be the father, we never had sex. What are you talking about? But then he goes on to take a paternity test and all this stuff. So like, why would you take a paternity test if you never had sex? Make right. it make also, sense. Also, it's twins. So can you imagine crazy. two little Clayton twins running around? No. Well, maybe someday. But sure. So this is what he said on his Instagram stories last week. For those that are playing along at home, I want to give you all an update as, again, I just feel like I'm taking you all through this. I want to be as transparent as possible. Um, I did my portion of the paternity test last week. I was just informed that the other individual took their test this morning. So they did do it this morning. Um, and now results will come back on Monday or Tuesday of next week. It's either going to be a yes, it's going to be a no. Or it could be inconclusive. I was curious what inconclusive could mean. If there's little to no fetal DNA present, then that would lead to an inconclusive test. So um, other than that, I have an injunction, uh, injunction against harassment hearing on Monday. Um, but again, the results for the test uh, itself should come back Monday or Tuesday. And of course, I will let you all know the second I find out. It's also kind of funny to me that he is like, this is, I'm assuming, an incredibly like, kind of like traumatic, like really big life event for someone to come, whether you will end up being the father or not, like someone, an unplanned pregnancy and kind of figuring out what to do in that situation. I think it's just like really stressful and really personal. And the fact that he's just like broadcasting it on his stories for everyone to hear. I mean, I appreciate it because I want to hear the tea, but it is just kind of like a funny juxtaposition of like, yeah, this is like traumatic and going to ruin my life, but hey guys, am I or am I not the father? And it's right. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, but also even the wording of like, for those of you who are playing along at home, like this is like right. a game that we're all so excited. And also like, he may be right because like the Patreon episode where we talk about it initially is one of our most popular episodes. People are very much yeah. playing along at home to see if he is in fact the father. He took to his Instagram again on Friday to give everyone playing along at home an update. And this is where we are at with the Clayton story right now. It's Friday. And you know what we need on a Friday? We need some good news. And who's got the good news today? I got the good news. What's that good news, Clayton? Well, test results came back early and they said little to no fetal DNA present. Let's go, baby. We knew. I knew that that was going to happen. Thankfully, five months of torture 
can finally be put to rest. I want to say thank you all to those that have supported me and waited until everything came out. Um, and man, two false accusations in two years. I, I really don't want to, you know, look ahead to next year and see what's going to happen. I think two false accusations in a lifetime is enough. So thank you all for the support, love. This was a trying time, but I learned so much about myself. And now back to the regularly scheduled programming, baby. <laughs> See, he just seems like really excited and surprised for someone who was adamantly swearing up and down that he didn't even have sex. But also, like, obviously the two accusations he's referring to, the first one he's obviously referring to fake Clayton, Mm -hmm. who is running rampant in New York City, sleeping with people pretending to be Clayton. We covered that story a really long time ago, and I believe the episode is called Will the Real Fake Clayton Please Stand Up? Mm -hmm. So now fake Clayton strikes again, and once again, he puts the kibosh on that. That is really stressful to think there is a, a fake Clayton running rampant. Now, just like not only having sex with women, pretending to be Clayton, but impregnating them. Yeah, it's really scary. If you are talking to someone and you have a hunch that it may be three dogs in a trench coat, run. If you just like even smell like the doggy breath, just go because it's not Clayton. It's three dogs in a trench coat. Totally. So I guess we can conclude that the father of these twins is fake Clayton. They clearly look similar. We'll still get some a little twin Clayton's running around, you know? Well, that's the thing. Let's dive into what he's actually saying here. It's inconclusive. So does that mean she's not even showing signs of being pregnant? Like He tells us in the first one, it's either going to be yes, it's going to be no, or it's going to be inconclusive. Right. Then in the second one, he says it's inconclusive. Isn't inconclusive a we don't know? Like yeah. incon- The word inconclusive means we don't know. It's inconclusive. It's not yes or no. Yeah, my interpretation of that was that if it came back inconclusive, it was just like, oh, they didn't have enough information to, like, yeah. do the test and they just have to do it again. Right. Could, like, more stuff come out next week and they're like, oh, now it's conclusive. And the answer is yes. But what did he say? <laughs> like, he said no fetal something present. So is she not pregnant? Um, No, I think maybe just Clayton's DNA is not in it. I don't know. We're not doctors, guys, so we're sure. not pretending to be. So, like, if you want to look into what these terms actually mean, have at it. But I think it's funny, his reaction, he's like, let's go, baby. It's Friday. Let's go. It reminds me of, like, when the guy finds out he's not the father on Maury and he's oh, like, yeah. yeah, I told you. You are not the Who would have thought like when we first met Clayton on Michelle's season crying about like a letter that kids mm. wrote him that this is where his journey would end up for us. Be. That we would be yeah. sitting here talking about like, is he or is he not the father of twin babies. And he's not. He is not the father. I think as this story has progressed, like he's kind of slowly but surely changed his position. But I do think it's like weird that no one's kind of calling him out for like, dude, when this story first came out, you were saying you like don't even know this girl slash like never had any relations with her. And I just think like, so what's the formal consensus now? He didn't have sex. He did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yeah. He didn't have sexual relations, but I think he got a BJ is what apparently what's... So you can't get pregnant from that. No shit. (laughs) Apparently in the court documents, again, guys, look into it if you want to know more details, but she shared like texts or something with him and she removes the part where he says, we didn't have sex, you just gave me a BJ. Apparently. Right. I don't know how you could legally remove that part of the... That's a right. very that important like a very part important of the court. Distinction. Yeah. Is she tampering with evidence? Yeah. Is she's like, removing that part? 
Yes. Because, like, what would piss me off? Like, the fact that he's saying this is five months of torture. So this has been brought to the public, what, in the last couple of weeks? But he, mm-hmm. this man has been dealing with this behind the scenes before it went public for months for someone that he didn't even necessarily have real penetration with. P and V. His excitement doesn't make sense to me. You know? It was more, I think it's more like, I fucking told you we didn't Uh, have sex. uh. Shut the hell up. You've been dragging my name and I'm so mad that I'm finally vindicated to like share that I'm not the father because I knew I wasn't. I don't think he's saying like, yes, I dropped a load, but I'm still not the father. Like, I think it's just, is this too vulgar? Sorry. (laughs) No, I think it's funny. (laughs) But like, I don't think he's saying like, oh shit, I got away with it. I think he's saying like, I fucking told you. Yeah. Yeah. So wrapping up a bow on that, I guess unless we find out that inconclusive means more's to come, I think it's safe to say that Clayton is not the father. And we don't know if this girl is going to have twins or not. But if she does, we hope that they are happy and healthy. Yes. Congrats, girl. And that you find who it is that actually fathered them. Let us know where we can send a baby shower gift. Yes, please. Best wishes. All right. Well, moving on. So I cannot wait to talk about Bachelor in Paradise. Mm -hmm. But before we do, so we have some Bachelor in Paradise news. So last week we talked about um, like the feud between Kat and Brooklyn. And you were saying like, what the hell is this feud? Like they're, they're dragging this over so long, blah, blah, blah. So we have a little more clarity as to what Kat could be referring to. Mm -hmm. So the page comments by Bachelor shared a clip and it's a video of Kat walking down on the beach and what Brooklyn says about her. So I'm going to play the clip first and then go into a little bit more. So that clip went on The Bachelor in Paradise's Instagram, and someone writes under it, we all know they are friends outside of the show. And Kat responds to that person and says, yeah, that's what I thought too. So I think the issue is that Kat is watching the show back and seeing everything that Brooklyn's saying about her. Right, right. I don't think it has anything to do with their issue with, like, charity on Zach's season. I think that's crazy. I think that's probably where it started. Right, but then what's the issue now? Then why is Brooklyn still saying mean things about her? Like I said last week, I think Brooklyn just like feels like she needs to stir the pot stir the pot yeah i don't know and then like brooklyn's laying on the day bed with the other cat and the other cat's like you know just be nice and cordial like you always are like you're always nice and she's like no i'm not she isn't brooklyn is more often a little bit sassy than she is super nice no for sure i just think at the end of the day like this is just not making brooklyn look that great because like I have not seen anything from Kat that would make us dislike her. Like, she's fine. She's just a girl. She's gorgeous. She's just a girl. She's there in the pool making out with Brayden. And, like, that's that. She truly has not said or done anything to be mean that we have seen on the show to these girls. Right. Well, when she walks down and then Brooklyn says, like, it's hot and, like, makes, like, a... Like, she's doing an impression of Kat. Mm-hmm. I think she just, like, maybe their personalities don't mesh. But I'm more in line with Kat's personality in the sense of when you're walking down to Mexico and it's 95 degrees and you have to wear a face full of makeup, like, I would be bitching about the heat, too. So I just feel like they're just two different girls. Yeah, but what we hear from everyone who's been on that beach says it's so sweaty and disgusting. Like, I think any normal person would be complaining about that. Yeah. So I just think they just don't mesh. And Kat's now seeing it air out on TV probably more than what she thought. Because if Brooklyn's saying to the other cat, like, oh, God, like, I'm not mad she's here or whatever she said, like... 
I would do without her. She's probably, when she went up to her on the beach, didn't say that to her face. So she's yeah. watching her say this on camera and then turn around and say something totally different to her face, which I can understand why you don't like that. Of course. But lucky for Kat, she doesn't have to deal with this anymore because Brooklyn, spoiler alert, went home on the second episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Jackie, should we step over into the recap room? Yeah, I think we should. I think that's the only place to really have this conversation is in the recap room. So um, I'll see you there. Okay, well... Where is it? Um, it's on the third floor. Okay, I'll meet you on the third floor. But first, what bra are you wearing right now? It's so weird that you say that because I'm actually wearing the same bra that I wear almost every day these days. And it's Honey Love's bestseller crossover bra because I am not a bra girl at all. Like it's sports bra or no bra for me typically because I don't really like feeling constricted. But I will say on the times where I feel like I should actually be wearing a real bra, I reach for the Honey Love crossover bra because it gives you the same kind of look, lift and support as a real bra, but it is just as comfortable as a sports bra or no bra, honestly. And usually those comfortable bras don't have great lift. It's just, okay, it's comfortable. There's no underwire, but you don't expect to have like nice perky boobs. In this crossover bra, it's comfortable and soft and doesn't have underwire, but you have that amazing lift. So that's why I'm loving Honey Love and their crossover bra, but they don't just have bras. They also have incredibly comfortable shapewear, tanks, and leggings for everyday support. So you could pair your crossover bra with their leggings and make a whole set or just get the matching shapewear that goes with your crossover bra. There's so many options here, but honestly, if you haven't checked out Honey Love, we strongly recommend that you do. And we have an exclusive link. And you can get 20% off at honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20. So that's an exclusive link for just our listeners. You can get 20% off at honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20. Cinch snatched and lifted. It's hot girl season. It's hot girl fall. Thanks to Honey Love. Okay, before we get to the recap room, we need to talk about my new favorite skincare brand, Oak Essentials. Oak Essentials line is full of luxurious products that really work, especially if you're trying to achieve that natural no makeup look. Yeah, no, I feel like that is the ideal look that I'm always going for, especially for all of us like work from home girlies. It's like, I'm not going to do a full face of makeup every day, which is why I think like taking care of your skin is so important and having like that fresh, dewy look. I've been loving all of their products. I told you guys how much I love their moisture rich balm and how I like immediately repurchased it when I lost it in LA. But also now that the weather is getting colder, I've really been loving their conditioning lip balm as well. Um, oh yes. I was just using that the other day and my lips were so dry and I, I put on their conditioning lip balm before I went to sleep and I woke up and my lips were like so soft. No, totally. No one's dealing with chapped lips this fall and winter. Like, ew. Yeah, so Oak Essentials is the go-to skincare brand for radiant and glowing skin and soft lips. Our followers get 15% off your first order when you use code SHESALLBATCH at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S dot com with the promo code SHESALLBATCH. Whether you're starting from scratch or filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials gives you one less thing to worry about. Treat yourself because you deserve it. Okay, Stephanie, I have been in the recap room waiting for you for at least like 25 minutes. Where have you been? I was refilling up my coffee and then I started talking to someone and then I just got sidetracked. I was at the water cooler. Mm, The classic stuck at the water cooler. I I can relate. So, all right, I'll let it slide this one time. Okay, well, now that I'm here, can I set the mood with a little music? Sure. Take it away. I am 
going to say I am loving this season and I actually think I like it better than Golden Bachelor. I know this is crazy to Jackie, but I know I, I'm like, I are like, you lying? <laughs> it's like, I can't tell if you're hyping this up or this is how you really feel in your heart. No, like, and I'll go into details of like why I actually like what's going on. But mm-hmm. I just really like seeing like our old characters that we know and totally. I do think this episode was a lot better than the first episode. So yeah, it I was, will give you right? That. Okay. Well, because like now, okay, guys, we obviously love the show, but once it's like a job, it becomes a little more not as fun. And I remember over the weekend, I was like, God, I have to watch Paradise. Like mm-hmm. I found myself like very, very invested in this second episode though. No, for sure. I think honestly, the bringing in of Avon really changed things too, because he's someone who we have been really invested in his storyline for a long time. So I think as we go forward, and more familiar people come along, we will get more invested as time goes on. And we'll dive into it, but like, while I know the Hannah Brown stuff was kind of dumb, hey, hey, hey. There were, we'll get, <laughs> we'll into, get it. into it. But there, there was a lot of it that I actually was like, huh, okay, like I can get on board with it. So let's just start at the very beginning. You're right, Avon does walk down onto the beach. I think it's funny that Jesse actually asks mm-hmm. Avon when he's right at entering into paradise, What happened when you left the stage with Rachel? Excellent question, Jesse. We would love to know. It's like the biggest mystery in Bachelor Nation. And Avon gives some like stupid ass response and just says, you know, we've both moved on. And like, that doesn't answer the question. So did you literally just leave the stage with Rachel and say like, all right, peace out? Like low key, I'm starting to think, yes, that is what happened. Me too. Because also this was something I clocked as well and found really frustrating, especially because it's like, like you said, this is a storyline that we have been so invested in. And they're not going to like address what happened. Also, we see throughout the show, Rachel and Avon like very like shortly interact, but it's very much like she treats him the same way she treats every single other guy on that beach of just yeah. like, hey, how are you? Good to see you. Okay, on to the next person. And it's just so shocking to me that that would be the extent of their relationship given all that we've seen them go through. So I'm like, right. what happened there? And why are you not forcing them to sit down and have a conversation so that like, we can be filled in on the story, too. Because it seems like they have nothing going on. Not e- not even friends, honestly. They seem, like, just, like, civil. Perhaps ABC isn't pushing them to sit down and have the conversation because ABC knows that there really wasn't anything there. They obviously mm-hmm. orchestrated Avon coming out. Yeah. I mean, I really think they were trying to replicate Hannah Brown's ending. Hannah yeah. Brown gets screwed over at the end. Tyler comes out. She asks him out for drinks. And then everyone got on board with, like, okay, the second chance. Mm-hmm. It was the exact same thing with Rachel, except hers wasn't real. Like, Hannah and yeah. Tyler actually, like, gave it a shot It somewhat in the yeah. real world. I don't think for a second Avon and Rachel even exchanged numbers. No, they probably didn't. But then I'm just kind of like, why are they not friends, though, then? Because it's like the closest friendships that you see on the beach are always people who, like, went through the same seasons together because that really bonds you. They went through a whole thing together, and we never see them talking. Ever. I mean, they they could just not show it. Yeah, but I even just clocked, like, when Rachel... I think it was when they arrived at the rose ceremony. Like, Rachel's just, like, saying hello to everyone, and she gives Avon a hug saying hello. And it's just, like, very cold. It's like, oh, it's seeming like you don't know this man. Mm. I will say by then, at the rose ceremony, she knows Avon's already dating someone else. She's dating someone else. She probably just wants to be respectful. Like, what yeah. is she going to say? What is she going to do? Like, I, I get it. friendly. Like, you can be friends and just chat. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I do think... 
I think it's absolute bullshit that we haven't gotten any answers to this. And it doesn't seem like at this point they are even going to try. Mm. Also, though, at the end of the episode, we see the trailer for next week and Rachel sees Tyler Norris come down the beach and he pulls her. And so I'm like, I almost feel like she had more of a connection, connection with, with him. Yeah. But like Avon's the one you like debated getting engaged to. You would right. think that that was on such a more serious level. And didn't she send Tyler home? Like in the middle of a date? I think so. I think it was like, he was like more all in on her and she was just like, I can't do this, bye. He seems to be the one at the end of the day who has a stronger connection with Rachel is weird to me. But then again, maybe that's why she sent him home when she did because she knew the connection was stronger. You know what I mean? I always think like sometimes the third person is the one who is actually the real runner up, but they sent them home earlier. To spare their feelings. To spare their feelings. And then the person who's the runner-up is the person who they think is, like, low-key stronger that can handle it. And maybe that was Avon for her. Who was her... Who was the third? Oh, Zach was her third. Zach, but then it was Tyler. I think she sent him home... Are you sure? ...in a hometown. Yeah. Avon, yeah, Tyler, Zach, and Tino. Yeah. No way. Wow. Okay. So I could see Tyler pulling her aside and just saying, like, hey, obviously the last time we did this, we were in a different situation. Like, you're good? Like, are you happy? Are you with someone you like? Okay, I'm going to go date other. I just feel like what he's pulling her aside to say isn't actually anything that crazy. That's my opinion. I don't know. But, like, I could see it just being, like... Like a friendly check-in. Yeah. So Avon comes down onto the beach and Kylie says that there's been, quote, so much buildup to them finally meeting. But like the buildup is literally just a fire emoji. So love that for her. I guess it was kind of funny to me that they made Avon's like job number one on Kylie's list. So like there clearly has been a lot of like um, a lot of buildup, which makes me think maybe there was more than just a fire emoji. But I will say their flirting was pretty cringe to me. I'm like, oh, it's giving people who are meeting for the first time for sure. Well, yeah, because he's like, thirst trap. Oh, you're talking about thirst traps? You should talk. Everyone's guilty of it. So it's nothing about like Kylie and Avon. I just think like first time flirting is very cringy in by definition, you know? Yeah. I did think it was funny that Olivia tried to sabotage Kylie before Avon asked her on a date. So she sits with Avon and he's like, like, who are the couples? And she's like, well, the only real couples, Will and Kylie. And it's mm-hmm. like, girl, <laughs> love what you're doing here. I will say, though, I think it's starting to get to the point where Olivia's starting to be like pretty mean to Kylie because it's just kind of like, what did she do really? Like on literally the first day of paradise, went on a date with someone who you were also interested in before anything was really established. And it's just kind of coming off like Olivia's constantly being like, yeah, I only want to go out with Avon because Kylie likes Avon and I want to like ruin it for her as opposed to focusing on like, okay, but do you like Avon? Is there someone else here that you kind of like? Is someone else coming down that might be right for you? Like it's all just focused on like taking things away from Kylie now because she thinks Kylie took something away from her. But it was like, it was the first day of Paradise Girl. Yeah, I think her issue is that Will chose Kylie over her and now Avon chose Kylie over her. So she feels some kind of like rejection there and also like now technically she could go back to will but it's like after you chose someone else over me that's kind of she ruined that one that one's done yeah yeah even though will is open and technically could have gone back with olivia the fact that he like chose kylie over her kind of ruined that choice too no for sure but it's like i don't know instead of focusing all your attention now on like hurting kylie focus your attention on like any of the other guys that are there or guys that might be coming down it's just like right it's weird to me it's giving mean girl a little bit yeah so 
Hannah Brown shows up on the beach. We've talked about this because we've seen it in the promos. I don't get how everyone on this beach claims to be such fans of Hannah Brown, but no one knows that she's, she probably wasn't engaged at the time of the, no, she definitely wasn't engaged at the time of the filming. She's been engaged since, like, you know, it's been too recent that she got engaged. So she wasn't engaged, but Mm -hmm. she was in a very serious relationship that she was living with a guy. Unless producers said, like, oh, you know, maybe she broke up with him and now she's on the beach. Because everyone on the beach is like, is she here to date? Is she not here to date? I thought it was weird that they, like, kept the possibility going that Hannah Brown could be there to date. Yes, I thought the whole thing was just, like, very insulting to our intelligence, Derek. Mm. It's just like, do they think we're dumb? And I guess the answer always comes down to, yes, they do think we are dumb. But it's just like, stop. I hated this so much. I found it so (laughs) such a waste of time, so annoying. It's just like everybody watching knows she's not here to date. So why are you like trying to spin this narrative just to waste another 20 minutes of my life, ABC? Okay, first and (laughs) foremost, when I was little and it was Christmas and Santa would have all the presents downstairs, I remember Mm -hmm. my dad and mom like walking down the stairs and being like, I don't know, I didn't hear anyone last night, did you? I wonder if Santa came and does that little act. That reminded me of what Jesse did when Hannah Brown walked down. He's like, whoa, Hannah, fancy seeing you here. I had no clue. Like, Jesse, you are the host and you are producer on this show. Stop it! We know that you knew she was coming down. And then you just had all these questions about Tyler Cameron ready to ask her. And it was very strategically edited where I'm sure Hannah even said to him at one point, like, oh yeah, but you know, I found my happy ending. I'm in a very happy relationship now and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But of course, all that part's edited out. We don't see that. But it's just like, again, do you think we don't pick up on these things that like the questions that Jesse's asking, like we're hearing from Hannah only like half truths because the other half that would give a lot more context to the conversation is edited out. And right. but it's like strategic because they want us to all think this and no one's right. thinking it. If you actually thought Hannah Brown was there to date, sound off in the comments below because I want to know if anyone was tricked because I would like to think and all of our listeners know better. Well, I would like to think so too, but. You never know. You never, ever, ever know. If you're one of those people that were duped, educate yourself. Go back to several. I assign you Mm -hmm. five episodes of She's All Batch to really educate yourself. But like Hannah actually says, quote, I think love can happen here. Like when Jesse's like, oh, what are you doing? Why are you here? This is crazy. And she's like, you know, I think love can happen here. Like, what are we doing? But don't you think she said something before that? Yeah, And then that was like a lead up into like, some little tangent. It's very taken out of context. Totally. Yeah, Yeah. so she walks down. Everyone's flipping out. Jess calls her the Taylor Swift of Bachelor Nation, which I kind of love. Couldn't be a greater compliment, you know, as I'm wearing my Taylor Swift sweatshirt. (laughs) Do you think that she is the Taylor Swift of Bachelor Nation? Like, no, but... Because Taylor Swift is just so powerful, you know? Like, I feel like everything Taylor does or attends turns to go like Taylor Swift goes to a football game one time and all of a sudden everyone like is like, wow, I never discovered football before, but here we are. Does Hannah Brown have that same effect with Hannah Brown on our TV? Mm-hmm. Was everyone like, oh my God, what is this Bachelor in Paradise you speak of? I, I, I wonder who in Bachelor Nation does have that kind of power. I'm like, 
I don't think anyone actually has Taylor power, but I think Hannah could be one of the people closest to some kind of level. Like basically everyone on the beach, whether or not you watched Hannah Brown's season, you know exactly who she True. is and what her story is. Whereas yeah. I think other people from the show, you could be like, oh yeah, I didn't watch Becca's season. Mm. Oh, I didn't watch this person's season. So I don't really know them. Yeah. But like Hannah, like you know, she dated Tyler Cameron. She had Jed. Mm-hmm. Jed had the girlfriend. Like everyone knows that story. Also, I think her season was one of the most popular, if not the most popular, like ratings wise. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think that's what they mean. Like her popularity, everyone knows her. True. So, okay. So Hannah comes down, looks great. She first pulls Blake, my man Blake, and Will at the same time. Hannah Mm -hmm. doesn't actually know Will. She says when she walks down the beach, she's like, I don't really know anyone's faces or names, blah, blah, blah. But then she acts like she knows what's going on with Will. Like she's like, so what's going on? Like, oh, Kylie? Oh, Olivia? Like, it's like so obvious that Hannah was obviously given questions to feed these people. Yeah. But why pull like Blake and Will? That's so random. Well, I think she pulled them together. At some point, pulled everyone. No, I know, but it's just, yeah, but, like, it's just so bizarre. Like, I just have in my notes, why are they making it seem like Hannah's actually going to date these guys? Like, everyone on the beach was confused, but everyone at home is not confused. So to have to watch them all be confused is just weird. Well, and that's what I didn't like about, and we can get into this part, too, like, about the fire thing. It's just, like, it felt... Like, Hannah Brown was handed note cards and literally was told ahead of time, like, this is what's going on. This is the drama. These are the questions you need to ask. But I didn't like that because it just feels like such forced pot stirring. And I want the pot stirring to be organic. Organic. Yeah. Okay. So up top, I said I liked the Hannah stuff. And I will explain it now. So Mm -hmm. I didn't like them trying to pretend that she could potentially date. I thought that was a stupid song and dance when obviously we're watching at home knowing that she's engaged. Right. They know that, like, it's airing when she's engaged and this is just stupid. And they Mm -hmm. went on, like... 15, 20 minutes. Like, it did. It wasn't, like, a couple of minutes of people speculating. Like, people were, like, very much wondering if she was going to date mm-hmm. and coming to the conclusion that she was going to date, which is obviously incorrect. Right. But I liked the burning questions bonfire because, not for what Hannah was doing, but for the drama that ensued after. Like, I was, oh, I appreciated, like, she was asking, like, I mean, off the top of my head, just, like, a random person, Johnny, who's one person in this circle that you hate? Purposely stirring the pot, yes, I understand that's forced and annoying, but the aftermath of the pot stirring was what I appreciated. See, I kind of hated it, though, because it's, like, they're not drinking, like, truth serum. They're not hooked up to a lie detector test. It's, like, they don't have to, like, say these things. So it's, like, what's forcing any... So if, like, someone says, Brayden, who else do you think is hot here? It's, like, he doesn't have to say anyone. So it's, like, why are they saying these things that are just going to make things, like... Like, they're all shooting themselves in the foot with their answers. But it's, like, why are they saying that? Just say nothing. I actually liked how she positioned it, though. And I think she probably was given this line from production. But her saying, like, my biggest regret is that I didn't know all the truths going into my partnership, obviously, with Jen. So get everything out on the table now because you don't want it to come out on TV and other shit to be aired out. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's actually, like, a really good point. Mm -hmm. And it almost justified it. Whereas, like, if you were just doing this truth bonfire for no reason, I could see that it's more annoying. But the fact that she justified it with that, like I thought was cool. I also liked that most people seem to be truthful. I mean, questions, if you could have chosen someone else for the date, who would it be? Like, these are great questions. Right, these but are it's questions like, why would you answer that truthfully if you're 
In but what are you supposed to say? No one? Yeah, no one. I only have eyes for the person that I took. Because that would make your life a lot easier. But then a producer is pulling you to the side saying like, hey, you really need to be truthful. Doesn't Kat deserve your truth? Brayden, you should go back and be more truthful. And then he goes and does that. Even though I think out of everyone, Brayden was the one that sugarcoated his answer. I think they asked him yeah. something and he wouldn't say anything anti-Kat. But like other right. people were like, yeah, I was... Uh, I was expecting this person to come down. I'm really excited about this. Blake says that he's not, like, sold on Jess or something. But I think that's all, like, valid. Like, I think even Jess was like, cool, yeah, we're, like, on the same page. Because it's only been a couple days. Maybe they think that if they don't say they're interested in, like, if someone is interested in someone else who's not down there yet, maybe they think if they don't say that, then that person won't come down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. Also, if you're at the bonfire and you haven't had the conversation with Blake yet, and they say, like, Jess, are you all in on Blake? You also don't want to scare him. So you don't want to be like, yes, I want to marry him. Right. So maybe you're, like, trying to play it cool because you don't want to look too clingy. So I can understand that. Yeah. I did notice at times, too, like, once again, the editing of this was, like, really sloppy. Like, remember when um, they asked Olivia, who would you – I what did they ask her exactly? Who would you send home? And she goes, Kylie. And then they asked, like, something – else to her and she says with the exact same inflection but this time we don't see the shot of her face and her mouth and it goes Kylie literally the exact same way so that's also too where I'm like I don't even trust that these answers that people are saying were to the questions that Hannah Brown was asking them too good point so that Kylie one I thought was like so obvious and so lazy but I'm sure if like I rewatched it again and took notes on that specifically there'd be so many other instances of like right like people are just saying random names and we're assuming that that's the answer to Hannah Brown's question But who knows? Right. But like, again, bringing it back to Rachel and Avon, why couldn't one of the questions be like, Rachel, is it weird seeing Avon? Do you have like lingering feelings? What the fuck is going on? Because probably the answer would be no. They forced him to come out on stage and then we never spoke again. Right. This was all an F you to Tino. Yeah. Also, how much do you think they paid Hannah Brown to come down for literally oh, one okay. day? <laughs> like, um, at least, well, now that we know Michael was paid 35000 he was paid 35000 though, and he was a cast member. So I mm-hmm. think for a cameo, I think she at least probably made fifteen to 20000 for a one-time cameo. And I, I think that's why they call her the Taylor Swift of Bachelor Nation, because mm-hmm. I don't think other people could pull that type of payday for a a one episode cameo but she didn't just come and give a date card she came and said like i will be a cast member this episode so that probably justified like oh you want me to host a bonfire also interview all the guys also do you know it's a lot Mm -hmm. more than just someone that says yeah like hey guys the next date is gonna be blah and then leaves right so yeah i mean hannah was parched for the tea and i think they quenched her thirst they quenched my thirst i felt like The mess she left when she was walking away from paradise was a nice little mess. God bless this mess, some might say. God bless it, yeah. So, I mean, later in the night, now people are kind of scrambling because we have the second... Oh, no, is this the first rose ceremony? First rose ceremony, yeah. First rose ceremony. Um, I have down that Will breaks down crying when Mercedes expresses interest in him, and he says, it should have always been Mercedes. It's like, bro... Two hours ago, you were literally, like, wanting to propose to Kylie, but, like, such is paradise. Now they're together. I actually think they're really cute together, though. Yeah. No, I do like them together. Hopefully that kind of blossoms into something exciting. I did think it was... Also... What? 
Mercedes and Kylie are best friends, apparently. And I only know this because on TikTok, there was a video of the two of them. And it said, your favorite bestie duo is back. And I was like, oh, I didn't. I didn't know yeah. you ever left and I didn't know you were besties, but right. interesting that it's all just kind of leaning more into though, that like, I don't think Kylie ever really liked Will and it was kind of like, you know, a placeholder, a placeholder. until Avon got there. Yeah. Cause she seemed like when they were making out, I think she was in an interview and like looked down. She's like, wait, are they making out? Oh yay, That's great. So she didn't even care. She was excited for them. Right. Well, now she's all in on Avon. Right. They're literally saying like, oh, they're going to have babies d- during her date. And I was like, uh, girl. You've known him for five seconds. This is going to like be like the fizzled out. Like you're very lustful for him right now. And then it'll fizzle. That's my so prediction. True. So Peter, Pilot Pete 2.0 mm-hmm. is the one who has the unsecured rose. And there's always someone like that every single Yeah, but episode. it was weird because like, the boys have the rose. And he's like going around trying to like yeah. break up couples to figure out who he's going to give it to. And I'm like, just pick someone. And then you're on to the next round. Like, I don't, I didn't really get that whole, let's waste 15 minutes on Pilot Pete going to all these different women. It's like, you have your choice. Just pick someone. You have the rose. I think he wanted to be bachelor in paradise and kind of weigh his options and make sure he's giving the rose. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, okay, Brooklyn, Cat Greer, I want to make sure I give the rose to someone I actually like. So I want to make sure I sit with all of them and actually give it to someone. I don't yeah. think it's a matter of just getting to the next rose ceremony because obviously he will, but like, mm-hmm. it's a matter of choosing the right girl. Well, that part I understand. I think the weird part was like the trying to talk to Sam then and then dancing behind them while they're talking. It's like, you have three other girls who maybe you should be talking to, yeah, exactly. Because see which one you like more so that next round, they're more likely to then give you their rose and you can stay for even longer. But the breaking up a couple was weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. So Sam and Aaron S are apparently talking and then Peter tries to get in the middle of that. He pulls Sam aside and says that Aaron S is really immature, Mm -hmm. really random. Also with the Brooklyn cat Greer thing, each time he sat with each of them, he's like, you're so hot. Like, you're so beautiful. And he just kept giving the same compliments to all the women. But ultimately. Ultimately, I think he was bribed by producers to save Olivia just to continue this Kylie drama because he literally says to her like your time here in paradise got the short end of the stick so it's like that's saying nothing about like how he feels about her or like the future of their relationship like it's very much giving this is a friendship rose and i'm saving you because this was unfair but i want to know what producers had to say to him to do this to save her well i'm sure they said hey peter well also Peter doesn't have power. I mean, he knows that. Yeah. Um, on the totem pole of bachelor people. Totally. Like, love you, Peter. But that's just the way it is. And I'm sure a producer said, look, we need you to do this. We're going to make sure next week you get a date card. And then he probably won't. But I'm sure they did something to make him feel like he would get some type of power next week. Right. Or at least ensure that he would get saved next week somehow. Right. Because he had Brooklyn, Cat and Greer who all wanted to potentially date him, mm-hmm. whether or not it was real or just to get a rose, whatever. They all wanted a rose from him. And to give it to Olivia, who he didn't necessarily have a romantic connection with. Like, I was here for giving it to Olivia, though. I think out of the four, I wanted Olivia to stay more than anyone else. I'm kind of over it, honestly. I, I think... Like I said, I, my formal position is like, I think the Kylie stuff's a bit overdone. Like I got it in the beginning, but now it just feels like this weird vendetta where it's like, girl, focus on you. Like, let it go. So I, I don't really feel like I needed Olivia to stay, but maybe they have something else up their sleeve for like the next episode that will 
reignite the flame. I don't know. So next episode, we see the trailer. And like I said, Tyler Norris shows up as well as Tanner from someone season. <laughs> like no, he's Tanner's very hot, from. I don't know what he's from. Yeah. Oh, Tanner's from charity season. Oh. He made it far and no one knew why. And apparently like they did have a connection. It just never made the cut. But so Tanner comes down. He's super cute. And he asks Kat on a date, which pisses Brayden off. Which could maybe be the start of why Brayden doesn't like Kat. Right. Because we talked about last week, he was calling her out on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Go to last week's episode if you haven't heard of that yet. Yeah, so we shall see. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, I think the reason why I'm liking Paradise more is because we're getting more drama. Mm -hmm. Whereas we, we made it clear last week in Golden Bachelor Recap that it's been great, but there really hasn't been much controversy. Drama. Yeah. So... Maybe that will change with the new episode. Hopefully. We shall see. We shall see. All right. Well, I'm going to get out of this recap room. Same. It's like getting too hot in here. I like need some air. All right. All right. Bye. And that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, give us five stars, write a nice review, subscribe, send this episode to a friend. There's like so much you can do to show your appreciation. So much you can do. Um, also, if you guys want some more content, go check out our Patreon. Our most recent Patreon episode, which we haven't quite plugged just yet, is everything you need to know about Vanderpump Season 11. So... If you are excited for it like we are and we're kind of keeping up with all the scandal of it all, go check it out. We kind of did a deep dive into what we know so far. Um, the season has already been filmed, so it's yeah. airing, I think, in the winter of 2024. So go check that out. Also, like we said up top, you can get ad-free versions of these weekly episodes in advance by subscribing to our Patreon. So that's patreon.com slash she's all batch. If you want to be the person that gets the first look at our episodes each week, be sure to check out our Facebook group. Be sure to follow us. And thank you to Oak Essentials and Honey Love for sponsoring this episode. The links to those brands are in the episode description. Definitely consider them. Use our code. Save some money and get some good products, guys. Totally. Who doesn't like saving money? Well, is that it, Jackie? I think that's it. Okay. Goodbye, bitches. Bye.